we are yeah. going live. Well, we're trying to. Okay. Here. It we're looks like here. we are live. <laughs> yes, here we go again. So <laughs> let me just adjust my chair and I'll introduce ourselves. I'm Gary. This is my wife, Gloria. Hi, everybody. And we're Grace Faith Christian Disciples Discipleship. And this is the GFCD UK 3D Bible Study. And what makes it 3D? is you guys out there with your smart devices you can interact with us can you only watch if you're in the uk no you can watch wherever you are in the world but mm. this um this broadcast right now is the right time for people in the united kingdom and all the way through that time zone down through africa but we've got an early bird on the screen from uh, north carolina his name's john tripp Mm -hmm. Would you like to introduce yourself, John, please? Sure. I'm John Tripp. I live in um, the state of North Carolina, which is in the southeastern, southeastern part of the United States, where it's a, really going to be another beautiful uh, fall morning. It's uh, in, the, in the Celsius. It's going to be about 25 degrees here today. So it's really oh, nice. Oh, and nice. So, mm. um, uh, but I live, uh, we have the, excuse me, we have the Atlantic Ocean to the east and, uh, and the Appalachian Mountains to the west. So it's uh, really beautiful. The leaves begin to come off the trees, but they've been beautiful this year. So uh, yeah. but, um, thank you, Gary. Yeah, thanks, John. And yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we're seeing the same temperature, about 25 degrees yeah. Celsius here. And we've got the today. Pacific Ocean to the east and to the west. We've got a massive continent because we're on the east coast. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, that's where we are. And this is a Bible study, not a geography lesson. No. Although John was but a geography usually, teacher when he was in yeah. his working days. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we do usually start with a little bit of um, information because we come from so many different places around the world and uh it's nice to get to know a little bit about where people live mm. yeah but this I'm, is i'm surprised credit's not here because he's he's at the uh at, at an in an area in wales uh at, close to a mountain range called snowdonia which is absolutely beautiful mm. Anyway, this is a Bible study. We're going to be studying the book of Hebrews. We're in chapter mm -hmm. two, but before we do, I'm going to ask my wife, Gloria, to open with prayer and lead us through communion. Mm -hmm. uh, we hopefully <laughs> pray, we're praying. I'm not crossing my fingers. I know that, that uh, I'm not, uh, I'm just going to believe that it will work. We've got something special for you tonight for communion. Um, if you are a Christian and you would like to join us, and, and partake of a communion after this little special video that we've got, please go and get your elements while I open in prayer and then come back and join us. And if you've come across this Bible study and you're not yet a Christian, then just watch this little video because I think it's going to really touch your heart. And um, so, Father God, we just thank you. We thank you so much for your love and your care for us. Mm. We thank you that from all places of the globe, you have brought together people that love you. And no matter who we are and what talents and skills we might have, when we all put them together, they, they can be used for your purposes to help reach the people out there in the world who are lost 
who need you to fill that part of their lives that only you can fill. Thank you, Jesus. Thank mm. you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for mm. the word that goes out tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So what I've got for you is a little video that I've made um, using a poem by somebody who posted it on their page and I've, I'm obviously friends with her on, on Facebook and uh, when I read this poem it really touched my heart and I said to her, her name is Joyce Kirkby, I said to Joyce I would love to put it into a little video with your permission. So that's what I've done and uh, hi Molly I can see that you're watching there in the third dimension. So um, that's what I've done and Gary's hopefully going to check all the right buttons so that we can just listen and watch uh, Joyce's poem and the little video that uh, was We're created. We're going to do that now? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. You're watching Molly? And then straight <laughs> afterwards, please join me for communion. Okay. So here we go. A Beautiful Garden by Joyce Kirkby A beautiful garden, a sight to behold I've heard all about it in stories of old Where God walked with man in the cool of the day And he simply listened to what God had to say only one tree from which not to eat just trust in me children and sit at my feet one day in the garden a snake did appear did god really say he hissed with a sneer eat of that tree you won't need him at all you'll be wise like him and life will be a ball. They gave in to that tempter. One fateful bite they took. All innocence was gone. Now fearfully they looked. Hiding in the bushes, when God walked that way, they were feeling guilty on that fateful day. Fig leaves for clothes, God saw their sorry state. Who told you you were naked? Forbidden fruit has sealed your fate. God lovingly supplied clothing made of skins took them from the garden where sin had entered in. He couldn't let them eat of the tree of life, or forever they would live. He limited their strife. In his heart he knew a remedy would come. It would cost him everything the life of his own son. 
it costs God everything. His own son willingly went to the cross to pay for that sin that plunged all humanity under the curse of Adam. Thank you, Jesus, that your body took the stripes that paid for my healing. As I take this bread, I remember you and give thanks and praise to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that it was your blood that took away that sin, that it was your blood that paid the price. Thank you that you have set me free. I give you praise and glory and honour to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you rose from the grave. Mm. Thank you that you are alive and living. <clears throat> we praise your holy name. Praise you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, God. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Amen. Thank mm. you, Gloria. Well, we've got two new faces on the screen. Mm -hmm. We've got Pastor Keith and Pastor Kathleen from mm -hmm. Bunbury in Western Australia. If you'd mm -hmm. unmute Kathleen and you guys like to introduce yourselves. This is Wall from. This, hello, everybody. This is Keith Wall from Bunbury, Western Australia, praising the Lord. Thank you, Gary. Thanks, Keith. Kathleen. Hi, I'm Kathleen, and um, it's been the most beautiful spring day today. The sun's been shining. It's not too hot, not too cold. It's just been a beautiful beautiful day mm. and uh, it's so good isn't god good all mm. the time amen yeah. yeah thank you great to have you with us here too um we're doing a bible study we're in the book of hebrews and we're in hebrews chapter 2 verse 10 and i'm going to share screen now mm. and we'll go right there and today do you need those um, on sorry do you need those two buttons checked? I thought I had. Let me just go back. Gloria's pointed something out to me. Just in the screen share. Do you have to uh, uncheck those? Yeah, um, yeah, I want to uncheck them. Okay. And yeah, okay. There we go. Your screen sharing is paused. Why is it paused? Okay. We're screen sharing now. Uh, hopefully you guys can see it all. Um, so where are we? Verse 10, Gloria. Yes. And today I might make the first comment, um, then we'll go to Keith, um, then over to John and then to Kathleen. So if you can read 10 down to, um, just read 10 to 13, Gloria, okay. please. Mm -hmm. For it was fitting for him for whom are all things and by whom are all things, to bring many sons to glory,
to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren in the midst of the assembly. I will sing praise to you. Amen. Um, Do you want me to read 13? Yeah, read 13. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, here am I and the children whom God has given me. Amen. Okay. So when you when we're reading these these verses, um, see, to rightly divide the word of truth, to rightly divide the word of truth, we're talking about the Bible itself. If you're rightly dividing a, a, a writing about the Bible, then you would compare it with the Bible. But the word of God tells us that we are to study to show ourselves approved before God, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, how do you rightly divide it? Well, or how do you understand it, correctly understand it? Well, you hold the word of God that you're reading up against the true nature and character of God himself, who you know intimately. That is the filter that you use. The true nature and character of God is the filter that you use to rightly divide the word of truth. So when I'm reading these verses, and I'll read them from the top, for it was fitting for him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation. So we're talking about Jesus here, perfect through sufferings. Well, you know what? I struggle with that because John the Baptist said, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now, before Jesus I mean, he wasn't, he came here a sinless man. He was perfect when he was born here. So I went to the Strong's Concordance and had a look at this word perfect. And guess what it means? It means to accomplish, to bring things to completion, right? Now, if you go down to verse 14, I think there's a direct correlation here or a relationship and it talks about, and we will study this one out later, that that through death, he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. Now, to me, this is the accomplishment. This is the bringing to completion. See, it's all knit together. Even though we're only studying verses 10 to 13, you've kind of got to think outside the square. Um, so that's what I got got out of that. Now, reading on, um, for both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one. For which reason, this is this is amazing that he, this is Jesus, is not ashamed to call them brethren. He's talking about us, saying, "I would declare your name." 
to my brethren that's to us he's going to declare the father's name to his brethren in the midst of the assembly i will praise you and again i'll put my trust in him and again and the children of god who you have given who has given me over to you pastor keith thank you gary uh, for it became him for whom all things and by whom are all things bringing many sons to glory to make their capture salvation through suffering if we miss if we miss the suffering of jesus christ for our salvation then you're not going to rightly divide the word of god two things here either you can treat it as nothing or you can take the point it's your suffering no no he suffered for us see this is where we need to be very humble we need to be able to see what god has done for us and yet take all that he's given us and be thankful because if we don't take it we're not going to make the grade like we're talking about being perfect you're not going to come to perfection if you don't take all that he's done if you're not grateful for what he's done up the road you're going to lose it so we need to make sure that we're rightly dividing the word now he fully jesus christ fully identified with the fallen humanity he didn't be he didn't live like us but he fully identified even to the death right, so he's died now we this is the thing this is where a lot if we don't fully identify with him in his resurrection power then we are now not fully identifying with him when he fully identified with us so we're living my life has to be for the glory of god through jesus christ mm. it's not for myself it's for him mm. thank you gary yeah thanks keith wow that's great over to you john you'll have to unmute Thank you, Gary. Well, you know, when you look at that and that it talks about sons, that's that's basically talking about a relationship. Mm. You know, um, you know, uh, in other words, it's another way of saying family likeness. When we talk about family, we have things that distinguish us as a part of that family. And that thing is that is is the glory that's talked about here. And you look at that word glory, you know, you know, Moses wanted to see God's glory and, and God's glory. He had, you know, God's glory is what is God really known for? What's his, what's the true nature of God? You've already mentioned that, you know, it's God's goodness. Hmm. That's his glory. And we are brought to that glory and we are to shine that goodness it, so there'll be a family likeness to him in God's God. And, and that, that grace gives us that glory. It's brought us into that relationship as sons and daughters of him. Uh, real well, children of God being born again. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, thanks, John. Identity. Identity. Our identity is in Christ. It's, Thank you. Um, the old man, the old man that we were, was crucified with Christ. With Christ. 
It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Amen. Over to you, Pastor Kathleen. Well, I just want to read from the um, New Living Translation. I'm reading verse 10 and 11 and 12 that Gloria read. God, for whom through for whom and through whom made everything that was made chose to bring many children into glory and it was only right that he should make Jesus through his suffering a perfect leader fit to bring them into their salvation so now Jesus and the ones he makes holy have the same father that is why Jesus is not ashamed to call them his brothers and sisters. For he said to God, I will proclaim your name to my, brethren, my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assemble, assembled people. And I know Gary doesn't want to go on to verse 13, but he also <laughs> said that we're to put our trust in him. Now, there are a few valid points here that I just want to bring out. You see, in him, in Jesus, there was nothing that was created that wasn't created. And yet he came and took upon himself sinful flesh. He took upon himself the human natural nature and became as us. But he never sinned because he was born of the Spirit right from the beginning. Mm. And it's the same with us. Because we're born of the Spirit, we're not subject to sin. We're not subject to it, but Jesus had to be obedient just the same as we have to be obedient. He had to be obedient to the word. And he, is the, and he was obedient. He was spotless. And in, in that verse 10, it says, he chose to bring many children to glory now we have to realize as john was saying we are now his children born of the very same seed if you're born again you're born of the seed the very same seed the very same holy spirit seed that pregnated mary and you're born of that seed and now Jesus is bringing you into his glory. Mm. You know, that is really mind-boggling. Mm. To think that he, was, he is now bringing me into his glory. As the only begotten son of the father has that glory, we can now have that self same glory in him. Mm. So uh, 
and and it was right that he should make Jesus through his suffering a perfect leader well I would say a perfect example fit mm. to bring us into our salvation and like Keith was saying without him we'd all just be lost but praise God we found in him now in verse 11 Jesus has made us to be holy as he is holy in and through his righteousness. You see, we've been made the righteousness of God in and through him. Now, Jesus and the ones he makes holy have the same father. I have the same father. That's what I was saying the other week. Uh, Gloria and Gary, we're family. We're, we're blood relatives through the blood of Jesus. And now Jesus is not ashamed to call me his sister. I am legally his sister. That's what he says. He's not ashamed to call us brethren. And that's when it goes on to say in verse 13 that he will now proclaim our name. As we proclaim his name, he proclaims our name. I'll have to leave it there, Gary, otherwise I'll get into... <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> yeah, well, we did cover verse 13, Kathleen, mm. so we're going to read verses mm. 14 and 15 now. Mm. Um, Unless you've got some extra notes for 13. You've got anything extra for 13, Kathleen? Pardon? Have you got anything else for 13? Yes, in verse 13 he says, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled priests people Jesus said that to God for us mm. and now he's he has he's told the father he's proclaiming us to the father in other words he's interceding day and night for us mm. that we won't fall that mm. we'll stay close to him mm. praise the Lord amen yeah, thanks, Kathleen. Okay, share screen. We'll do another couple of verses. Mm -hmm. And then we'll be straight over to Keith. So, um, verse 14 and 15, please, Gloria. Just the two? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I think so. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and release those who through fear of death 
were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Over to you, Pastor Keith. Would to God, would to God that Christians believe the Bible. Christians. Listen to this. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also likewise took part of the same that he, through death he might destroy the works of the, that destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime and subject to bondage. That makes it very, very clear that Jesus Christ has defeated the devil. Huh? Mm. Jesus Christ has destroyed death. This body might die, but I will live forever. I will go to a better life. What is happening, we are trying to arrange the kingdom of God according to our mind, and we're missing what Jesus Christ has done. He's done it all. Your sins are wiped out. You're a new creature in Christ. The devil is de de defeated. Death is overcome. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, grave, where is your... See, he's done it all. And this is what we need to realise, that if we don't pick up, then it's just... I don't care whether you're out there on your own. If you're reading this scripture, you should be jumping up and down because it's what he's done. Mm. He done it, not for him. He done it for me and for you. So if he's done it for us, why don't we take hold of it and tell other people? All you have to do is accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. You are now passed from death unto life. The enemy is defeated, and let's rejoice in the Lord. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, Praise God. You. Wow, that was good. Um, over to you, John. You'll have to unmute. You know, uh, this thing about death is um, we, uh, in my opinion, we really celebrate uh, a lot of death in our society. I mean, we, we put it right up there like, we just went through, a, 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 I guess it's a holiday, Halloween. And to me, that, that celebrates death and all that stuff that it, it represents in, in our culture. I don't know. Um, but, you know, all that is is a deception. You know, uh, Satan's power has been destroyed. But, you know, we're the ones in the garden that initiated death. And um, um, we brought it into existence. We spoke it into existence. The power of what we did and um you know it's um satan's only weapon against this is deception only his only weapon is deception mm -hmm. and we, we uh, i know we have some sayings here you know um uh we end our coverings we end our conversation by saying um we'll do something until death or, or anyway I can't, I'm trying to remember some of the sayings, but we really trying to speak that curse. We, we speak that curse over our, ourselves in our own language, in our own culture and things that, that, that we do to, to celebrate death. But, you know, his, Satan's only weapon is deception and uh, he's still deceiving us today. I'm talking about everyone, um, believers also. So, uh, but it, it's that, it's that, it's that relationship of what Kathleen talked about that we have, you know, I, I, I've always kind of said, you know, 
there was a movie several years ago by the Blues Brothers. And they always said they were on a mission for God. But they got it wrong. They need that we need to get to know the God of the mission. So thank you, Gary. Mm, thanks, John. Yeah. Yeah, again, good. I'm looking at verse 15. And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Yeah. Now, as Pastor Keith was saying, if Christians had a revelation of what Jesus has done for them, there'd be no fear of death. None. You know, even Christians don't like talking about death. Well, Jesus overcame death. Jesus defeated death. He took the keys of, 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 of hell, of Hades, um, the whole lot. See, the resurrection is where he defeated Satan. The resurrection. There are plenty of men were crucified. Plenty. But none were raised from the dead. This was a first. And he made the way for us. And if we believe on him, then we too will see that resurrection power. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is going to raise me from the dead. Is it going to raise you from the dead? Good question. You see, the Bible says that whosoever believes on him shall not perish. I think it's time for an altar call, Gloria. Mm -hmm. See, in the in the Bible, yes, Pastor Keith. When I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Saviour, I passed from death unto life. Amen. This body might die, but I'm alive forevermore. And when Jesus comes again, I will pick up my body. So I am rejoicing in what he has done. See, people talk, God has come, Jesus that have come to give you abundant life. I was thinking about this the other day. Say I get masses of property I'm worth millions of dollars. And I'm calling it abundant life. In fact, a man done this. He called this abundant life and there's nothing on the other side. When we leave this earth, we leave all that, so that your abundance has gone. Jesus said, I give you abundant life. That abundant life is what I pick up on the other side. I have a good life here, but I've got an abundant life over there. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Pastor Keith. Yeah, I, I believe it's life in abundance. Yeah. Yes. It's life. <laughs> in abundance yes. that life in abundance begins when you get born again it doesn't begin at the pearly gates it mm -hmm. begins when you get eternal life and you get you receive eternal life when you confess jesus you know you're not actually making him your lord mm. he's, already, he's lord. already lord he's the lord of lords and the king of kings, kings. amen uh, right yes. all you're doing is accepting that lordship yes. You're not going to do it your way like one of the old singers used to say. You're not going to be doing it your way. You're going to bow your knee and do it his way. Amen. That's what we... That's Praise what, God. 
a lot of the people on the screen did this at some time in their life. They bowed their knee to the Lordship of Jesus. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 says this. It says that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Hey, in case you didn't pick up on it, that's a good deal. That's a, that's a very, very good deal. I won't even go towards the alternative. It's a fork in the road. You've got salvation, eternal life this way, and you've got this other destination where I can tell you nobody wants to go. If you would like to receive salvation right now, then you need to meet the Saviour. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And if you will call on that name, he won't turn you away. No matter who you are, no matter what you've done, he'll take you as you are. Amen. Right now, I'll ask you to pray with me. God in heaven, I've heard about Jesus. Right now, I make a decision in my heart to bow my knee to the Lord Jesus. I call Jesus my Lord. I believe that you raised Jesus from the dead. And right now, I thank you that I receive eternal life. I thank you, Father God, that I can call you Father God. I thank you that I'm now born again. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise so I just prayed that prayer for the first time. Gloria will give you an email address. And uh, you send us an email and we'll put you in touch with someone in your neck of the wood who can, because it's just the start of your Christian walk. This is the start. You just got born again. Have yes. you agree? Our email address is gfcd.sozo, S-O-Z-O at gmail.com. So if you okay. didn't get that the first time, you can always visit back again and listen to that rewind rewind and replay okay um yeah that's what's commonly called a salvation prayer or i like to call it the beginner's prayer because it's the beginning of your christian walk and your christian walk is a daily walk with jesus daily walk and the way you need to as as babes in of christ because when you you only got born today right so it's called a baby in Christ. You're going to need milk. You're going to need the word of God. And uh, we'll be able to help you with that. So send us an email, gfcd.sozo, S-O-Z-O at gmail.com. And as I said, we'll put you in touch with someone in your local neck, neck of the woods. Okay, Kathleen, have you managed to keep your thoughts for those verses? Because it's over to you, Kathleen. Well, um, in verse... I'll read verse 13 uh, and to 15 in the New Living Translation. He also said, I will put my trust in him, that is, I and the children God has given me, because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, the son also became flesh and blood, for only as a human being could he die. 
and only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Only in this way could he set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. See, like Keith was saying, it's good to know death has no power over you. You know, before I got saved, I used to be, even as a child, I was terrified of dying. But once you get born again, you realize that heaven is real. That heaven is real. And, you know, like Gary was saying about the salvation prayer, it's not just saying that prayer off the top of your head and seeing what happens. It's believing it. It's believing that Jesus is the Son of God. He died in your place. And he is risen from the dead. He is Lord. And you have to confess that. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth. Jesus is Lord. I believe it. Mm. I receive it. It's mine. I take hold of it. And if you've been sincere and said that prayer, you take hold of it. He will give you the godly repentance. He will show you where, what you've been translated from and into. Hmm. Because we, he, we have not now been translated from that kingdom of darkness. We're now in the kingdom of his dear son. And let me tell you, there's no death in him. There is no death in him. There is only life. Only life in him. And that's why it's saying in verse 13 that just as he put his trust he had to put his trust in the Father that he would be risen from the dead. And we too trust in him. Mm. That just as he was raised, so we. Because we're already there in him. Amen. We're already there in him. And he's already here with us because we're in him. He's in us because in Romans it tells us if the self-same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you, he will also quicken this mortal body. How? How is he going to do it? By his spirit. And that's what it means by being born again. You're born of the spirit. 
that very self-same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead now dwells in you. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, thanks, Kathleen. The Holy Spirit witnesses with our spirit that we are a child of God. Amen. Do you have that witness? Amen. If you don't have that witness, then you need to get born again. Amen. It's not a matter of saying the prayer. The way to know, no man can tell you whether you're born again. No man can tell you. You've got to get confirmation from the Holy Spirit. You've got to talk to God and he will talk to you by his spirit. And the, the only way to know whether you have connected is through that witness. Because if you're born again, now the Holy Spirit can witness to you, spirit to spirit, not up through this thing, spirit to spirit. Your spirit's in your belly. Spirit to spirit. The Holy Spirit witnesses with our spirit that we are born again. Amen. Okay, we're going to do the last few verses. We've just got time and we'll be finished this chapter. Um, so we're reading, what, what verse number are we up to? 17, is it? Uh, no, 16. 16. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're reading you, through to the end of the chapter. While you're doing that, I'd just like to say hello to uh, Wendy, who's watching as well. Thank you, Wendy. And hi, Wendy. Molly, I did say hi to Molly earlier on. So, is that um, Wendy of Wendy and Tom? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did Tom take you fishing, Wendy? <laughs> Oh, maybe she's working tonight. Yeah. Okay. So where are we? 16. Okay. Mm -hmm. Through to the end of the chapter, okay. please, Gloria, and then we'll go straight to Pastor Keith. Okay. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make prop propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Thanks, Gloria. Over to you, Pastor Keith. You'll have to unmute Kathleen. Jesus is not an angel. Jesus came and took on flesh, a human being, son of God, a human, son of man, son of God. So we need to have that one very clear. Um, that he might be a, mer a merciful and faithful high priest. Under the priesthood of the Old Testament, that mercy wasn't there. We need to realize the new covenant is completely different. Under the old covenant, it was law. You were wrong, you were judged, you were wrong. He is a merciful high priest. A merciful high priest. And this is the thing that we need to realize that this is the miracle. He is the sacrifice. Now is the high priest ministering the sacrifice. It's all about Jesus. It's the cross. It's the resurrection, it's his priesthood. 
he is a merciful and faithful high priest. Anything that anybody is going through, Jesus didn't sin, but he was tempted with all those things. He did not submit to temptation, but he knows what it's like to be tempted, but he didn't submit. So he's a merciful and faithful high priest. So we can approach, we can approach Jesus as our high priest. He's high priest in the holiest of holies in heaven. And we approach the holiest of holies through the blood. We enter into the holy holies by the blood of the Lamb. Mm. See, we need to get all these things straight because now, like it says, we come boldly to the throne of grace. If I didn't know and I didn't understand all that he done, all that he is, and all that I am in him, I could not come boldly to the throne of grace. I would be trying to bring a sacrifice. I would be trying to justify myself. All that is done. They, they who he's justified, he's also sanctified. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, thanks, Pastor Keith. Very good. Over to you, John. You'll have to unmute. Yeah, thank you, Gary. You know, that's that scripture there in 15 and you know, uh, uh, the suffering that Jesus went through at Calvary, he didn't do that for the benefit of the angels. <laughs> he did it for us. And uh, let, me, let me just tell you what the, what the Passion Bible says about those victories. It talks about bondage. We're free from that. What, the, what we're free from, what we became, the victories. And I'm going to read this out of the Passion Bible. He is crowned. He is crowned with glory and honor. He brings many sons into his glory, which we've been talking about. Jesus is made perfect through his sufferings. We are made holy because of it. By his death, he destroyed the devil who held the power of death over us. He delivers us completely from the fear of death. He is now our faithful high priest, and he helps us in every temptation. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, thanks, John. That's good. Over to you, Kathleen. Yes, well, we know that the Son did not come to help angels. He came for us. We know that. Mm. Therefore, it was necessary for him to be made in every respect like us. He had to be made the same as us, his brothers and his sisters, so that he could be our merciful, as Keith was saying, our merciful and faithful high priest before God. Then he could offer a sacrifice that would do away with the sins of the people see we are no longer conscious of sin we're to be conscious of him Amen. we are now righteous conscious we have to be righteous conscious now, I'm not saying since I've been born again, I've not transgressed. But I have an advocate with the Father, 
the Lord Jesus Christ, whose blood has, has, past tense, cleansed me from all unrighteousness. Amen. And I can just say, sorry, Lord, like if I just accidentally bump into Keith, I'll just say sorry. I do the same with the Lord. I have a living, loving relationship with my Father, hmm. my Heavenly Father. I just say, oh, Lord, that wasn't the way to do it, was it? And he says, no, it wasn't. <laughs> and we just turn to him. <laughs> like that. Now... <laughs> Since he himself has gone through the suffering and testing, he is able to help us when we are being tested. And we do get tested. You know, like that scripture, um, do all without grumbling and complaining. <laughs> well, I can't say I've I don't complain every now and again. <laughs> But I just thank God that I've been made the righteousness of him in Christ Jesus. Mm. And he's the one who paid the debt he did not owe. I owed a debt I couldn't pay. I needed him to wash my sins away. And now I can sing a brand new song, Amazing Grace, the whole day long, because Jesus has washed all my sin away. <laughs> I'll leave you there, Gary. <laughs> Must be the night for poetry. And <laughs> songs and poetry. Yeah. Yes. yeah, amen. And uh, on, that, on that note, I must uh, thank uh, Joyce. If you're watching, Joyce, thank you very much. We loved your poem. and. Yes. Um, yeah, it was very fitting to use it in communion tonight. And um, thanks for watching tonight, um, Molly and Wendy. Yes, we and, appreciate and I'm and sure else. that Dana and Michael and Christiana will watch at a later time. They usually do watch mm, this at, yeah. uh, at another time. So, yeah, And yeah. many other people. Mm. Yeah, okay. So. Can I ask you to close this mm -hmm. Bible study with mm -hmm. prayer, please, Gloria? Thank you, yes. Father God, we just thank mm. you and rejoice in the name of Jesus. It's mm. all about Jesus. Mm. Thank you. Thank mm. you. Thank you, Lord. Mm. You are our Lord already. Even those who don't call you Lord, you are still their Lord. You still went to the cross for those people as well. Mm. So, Father God, we thank you for sending and giving your son Jesus to the world. We thank you that you've sent your Holy Spirit and thank you that the Holy Spirit in us is our helper and our comforter and our encourager. And Lord, we know that your word that is spoken has gone out into the world. And we believe that it's going and settling in hearts of good soil and producing life. Mm. And we thank you for that word. We thank you for Jesus. It's all about you, Jesus. We praise your holy name. Amen. 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 All right. Well, stay with us, ministers. Um, we're just going to stop the live stream. And for you guys watching out there in the third dimension, 
just remember where you're seeing us tonight. We'll be back this time next week for another GFCD UK 3D Bible study. Bye from Australia. Bye, everybody. <laughs>